for me, it will be difficult to quit the reminding source of noise because it's the Zoom app, which makes my Mac sort of try to take off. Hello, I'm Michael. I'm Radek. And this is the podcast. A sounding board for interesting ideas and insights. We discuss books to read and want to share with you. As well as technology and productivity, which is what we do by day, working on our app, Nosby. Or whatever else comes to mind. Yeah, and to your mind, the idea of talking about GDPR came. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that, that might be a terrible idea, and, and this is not going to work very well. But uh, I was viewing GDPR from a distance for the last couple of months. Um, and it's been interesting because it's this big new regulation. And on one hand, I very much agree with the sentiment that... Um, inspired this regulation and uh, there's many things about it that seem like a great idea and um, I, I do think that um, people's privacy should be protected uh, by law and not you know just whatever some company thinks is appropriate uh, on the other hand uh, it's clearly been a pain in the butt for all the people uh, including you and I don't know all of the sort of technical legal details. I just know that people are sort of pissed at, at the fact that there's some new thing that's making their lives more difficult. And I was wondering, what what do you think about that? Like the good, the bad, the ugly, having mm -hmm. much more insight into it. Yeah. Um, so because I'm a product guy and I enjoy designing building you know our product and 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 uh, i like thinking into the future of how our product could be and, and and everything that's why i hate all the administrative stuff mm -hmm. i i'm not excited by anything that that relates to you know i studied business which is funny and i i'm not i'm not excited about business as such so like i'm like i like for example leadership i like i like i like team building i like all these things but i don't like the administrative shit. Uh, mm -hmm. So, for example, uh, you know, a business structure. I'm right now in the middle of changing our business structure because we have to. <laughs> but I don't want to because it's just so much stuff which I don't care about, um, which I have to be good at. And this is so funny when I see other entrepreneurs that are so excited about building, you know, these business structures and things. So, so <laughs> it's the same. It's it's it's, it's the same. Interesting, uh, interesting hobby. To be exactly, you know, structures. Like, yeah, yeah, they, they have like I've, I've, I've met people who were also in the technology business and they were telling me, you know, I got I set up this, you know, company and then this company owns this company and then we have that. And I'm like, <laughs> really? And I have this, you know, simple structure which which have worked for us for the last many years. And uh, though it, it sounds kind of funny in Polish, uh, in English, you'd say it's a sole proprietorship, but yes, in Polish, it's literally one person business. And yes. you're clearly not a one-person business. Not with 25, I'm not. But <laughs> uh, um, um, it's, let's say one-person cloned business or something. Well, I don't know. Anyway, I don't like this, but I have to learn this. And, uh, I, and, uh, and this was the same with GDPR. I thought, again, some administrative, administrative stuff, which I have to learn, which I have to um, uh, you know, understand, 
to, to do it. And the thing is, of course, you know, knowing our values and knowing the, w the way we do things, I don't want to do something which I don't understand. So right. I really ha have to understand GDPR to, to implement it because with GDPR, as with everything, there are people on all sides of the spectrum. There are the people who, who want to be uh, more saint than the God than himself, or there are people who want to just trick it as much as they can, you know? And mm -hmm. you have to find yourself in the middle of saying, okay, I'm going to do this, but I'm not, not going to do that because I think it's just too much. Uh, or I think in the in, in the all spectrum of GDPR, this is fine. So th this, and, and that's why it's really important to understand what GDPR mm -hmm. is about and, and, and why it is there. And the good thing about GDPR is the fact that, I mean, this is what I like about the European Union. I don't mm -hmm. like that it's so slow and bureaucratic, but what I like about the European Union is that when they see that clearly consumer rights are being violated, um, they step up. You know, they take it, they, they take their time, but they step up. You know, just like the idea was with roaming, you know, between countries. It was just horrendous to be charged so much when you just switch a country. And in, in Europe, switching a country is like, you know, traveling 20 kilometers on, in a car and you're in a different country. So, um, so they solved it. And now we don't have roaming charges. We can, you know, use our phones like normal people when we land in different country. And it's the same here. They realized that the ad-run business, portals, you know, all the news sites, they were just pushing too much. I mean, like there is like it's it's good to be, you know, fueled by ads and whatever, but at some point when, you know, <laughs> we are freaking loading websites. Right, and how can that be that we have right now fiber, and our websites that we browse are uh, are being um, uh, you know uh, loaded as long, if not longer, than like 20 years ago when we had uh, modem connections? Like, like how is this possible? It's because when you load any article on any news website, you get like you you get you know so many cookies and so many JavaScript scripts, so many things at once from so many trusted partners um, that it's just crazy. And and that's why, uh, and, and, and you know, the consumers didn't know that. The consumers don't go to settings in Safari or in Internet Explorer to, to change cookie settings or to, and, and even, you know, uh, Chrome, which is the most popular browser right now, is not really incentivized to help you deal with ads because Google leaves, uh, lives from uh, running ads. So, so there is a very, like, like a, you know, double-edged sword here, really. So they give you the tool to browse the websites, but they don't want you really to turn off the ads because they get money from you watching the ads. So, so the, 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 the idea to, is... To, to be yeah. clear, it's not just ads as in visual aesthetic uh, pollution, but uh, more importantly, the the all the trackers, all the companies that pretty much spy on you and figure out uh, how you browse the web. Um, that you're, you know, you being on this website are the same person that's on this other website, so that they can uh, personalize ads for you. They can create a personalized experience for you. Yeah, a personalized experience of still polluting my aesthetic um, uh, feelings with uh, ugly ads, but yeah. That's the thing. And exactly, you, you are right. I mean, spot on. If there were just banners loading, it wouldn't be a problem because we could handle that. But be behind these banners, there is lots of code, lots of 
pollution uh, unnecessary and of course there is lots of tracking which invades your privacy because you might not want to be that uh, you know you're, you might want your experience not to be to be that personalized you might, <laughs> you, might, you might want to control how personalized your experience on the web really is so so the idea behind GDPR, I stand completely by it. The second thing about GDPR, for example, relating to email, email sending email, email lists, mm-hmm. it's, it's the same thing, that you have to have a, a real consent from person to really send you email. So it's, it's, it's been always good practice. It's been always good practice to have consent from, uh, from people. Uh, so, so that's fine. But the good practice not always st- uh, turns into a standard. And what happened was that very uh, that, that the same people who are preaching, for example, double opt-in for, for email newsletters were skipping double, double opt-in because it was just easier to just send the, 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 the newsletter. And they were saying, okay, because we know that we have an IP recorded, whatever, we have the consent, let's send it. So GDPR also forces that, that you have to have a double opt-in, you have to have a real consent from somebody uh, to send you an email. So, so all these ideas were actually good practices to build a nice skinny website with just a few ads and not tracking the hell out of people is also a good practice. So I think in the GDPR, uh, the idea was to enforce this good practice. And the mm-hmm. results, and the results are, uh, I mean, just before I, I, I go to the bad and the ugly. Uh, so the results are, are, are fantastic if you think about it. For example, I cannot load uh, any, web, any website from LA Times because they just decided to refuse to, to, to show content to Europeans because they don't want, um, I mean, they want me to see the trackers and the, the, the ads and whatever, and they're not ready to actually uh, pre- prepare for me a consent form or they don't want to send, uh, show me a consent form. Um, and of course, uh, many portals in Europe were uh, trying to be tricky with consent forms, but uh, eventually they gave in. Uh, so, so the thing is, that now a consumer is more aware of what they can do. Very often they will just click whatever and they will continue, which is fine. But at least now there is more transparency as what to uh, is being uh, um, is what is happening. And for me, it it always whenever whenever I, I click to a new portal and I get the list of trusted partners they share my data with, I'm blown away that there are just hundreds of them, not yeah. a few, but hundreds. So um, yeah, this is really something. How do you trust it when it's uh, 200 random names of some companies, most of them are kind of shady? Yes, especially, especially you know, when, uh, when like, some of the ads that you see on these portals are, are really, you can know that they're really shady business trying to get money from you whenever, however, however they can. And just to be clear, um, I want to double down on, on, on the point that you're talking about ads loading a long time and being pulled with ads and you're getting you know spam um, but but that's that's sort of the the secondary effect but but the primary motivation is the invasion of, of privacy that you yes. know how how is it okay like is it really something we collectively and individually agree on that if I'm I'm browsing the web if I'm using the internet to find information uh, I'm having um, you know conversations with other people through social media via email via Facebook Messenger and whatever and I I look for something or I see something in one place and then it pops up and then something related to it as an ad 
shows up in, in different places. And those run, you know, hundreds of just random companies can can figure out, you know, who I, who I am in a sense, what, what I look for, what I'm searching for, what am I reading, who am I talking with sometimes. And sometimes this is, this is sort of anonymous in the sense that you, you can't pinpoint uh, this to one person. You just know that these and the person watching is the same person. But it, it just, all it takes is for you to, uh, to be logged in with your identity in one of those places and the whole network of shady oh, yes. ads, ad trackers know that this physical person is the person that watched all of these. Like if... Um, if I had to very explicitly, without some bullshit, without some legalese, like like it, it was it was sort of a social contract that nothing I browse online is is private, that that everything is put through um, scrutiny of uh, of companies uh, trying to extract a couple of extra cents from showing me ads. Like how is that okay? Like there is no real expectation like we we know that this is how it works but but normal people don't understand this don't know this don't understand the extent of the tracking and don't have the expectation that if they're just using internet normally that they their browsing history and everything they do online will be tied together even though it's different websites run by different companies and and different people and it should not have anything to do with each other. And sometimes it's really creepy because you're uh, talking with someone or, or browsing something that you don't necessarily want to share, like things related to health, for example, and it keeps showing up. And now the whole internet knows this, even though you've never shared it explicitly. You just used resources available, you know, the power of internet to, to look for something. And now suddenly hundreds of trusted partners know about this. Yeah, it's it's crazy, and uh, th- that's why, for example, uh, one of the pro tips um, uh, just for us browsing the web. For example, on my Mac, I am logged in to Facebook and Twitter in Chrome. Well, I'm also logged into Google in Chrome, but I browse websites in Safari, where I'm not logged into any of these services, just so that maybe they will not link these, you know, acts together. Although my IP address is the same, so they might. Um, but at least, you know, I, I don't get uh, uh, like so many relevant searches uh, over there. Um, but uh, the problem is that, but, but the good thing is that along with GDPR, new, like the other changes are coming. So for example, we know in iOS 12 and in, 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 in new macOS, how Safari will be more, uh, um, you know, more helpful with, uh, with this, with not showing you so many ads. And, and uh, I hope to get a setting in iOS 12 or maybe later and macOS that when I click on the link it will just open in a private window so completely you know without any cookies just this window I'm going to close it it's done uh, and the, and and these cookies will not be served to anyone else um so I think I think this GDPR is is, is also a, a part of a process that from like hallelujah we can show you everything to now people start being more conscious about it. Um, the, the technology is, be, is, 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 be, is being more smart about it. But of course, the ad business is a cutthroat business. So they will do anything they can 
to um, uh, to still uh, get what they want. So yeah, and l- l- let's get back to that later and into the technical solutions. But I, I want to hear your the other side of your opinion about GDPR. Yes. So. Um, the GDPR for our company was also pain in the ass because, um, for once, we've been always trying to be as trustworthy as we could, do the right thing with customer data. You know, we have the backups, we have uh, uh, like we have all the consents, we have everything. But again, um, because of the GDPR, for example, I had to upgrade. Uh, well, anyway, GDPR what co- what caused in my company was that I just had to review everything which is mm-hmm. good. We have been talking on this show. Reviews are good. You have to review things. And we are right now in the middle of quarterly reviews in our company. And a, a, a thorough review of what we do with the data, where we, like how we use it. And we also have partners. So for example, we send emails through a, a third-party provider to get better deliverab- deliverability. We send, we, we use autoresponders from GetResponse. We use, like, we use different services. So we had to also review, do we pass data to these services? Which kind of customer data we pass there? Uh, and, and, and everything. So this was a good idea, actually, for me. I mean, I mean, I didn't like it. It's not like I really enjoyed it. But on the other hand, it was good for us to review everything thoroughly, to really make sure that, for example, and we have made changes that, for example, we send less information to third party, uh, to third parties, just to, to and, and we disclose on, the, on our website what we send um, and, and how we work with third parties to make sure that really our trusted customers are not being violated in any way. Um, and also uh, how we uh, uh, get consent to send newsletters, how we get consent to uh, to sign up for Nosby. So with all that, we had to really um, uh, uh, review that, which is which was good. So like the review was good. And this also prompted me for a long overdue update of our terms of, term, terms, uh, uh, terms of service. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I which I wrote like years ago, and 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 every now and then somebody would you know somebody over eager would tell me you know Michael in the terms of service you cannot write that but you should write that or whatever, so I had to review it as well. So it was also good to review it to add the information to also update the information because some information was a little bit outdated, uh, I admit. So so we had to really review that. So so for that purpose was fine. But then of course we had to do some engineering. Because, because we're, right now we are offering you the option that you can download everything we have on you in Nusby. So all your tasks, all your projects, everything you have, and mm-hmm. and and every, like all the information that we have on you. But then, then again, for example, we had to implement new new process for canceling account for for um, uh, uh, for for deleting completely deleting account in Nusby. So to to and to really be explicit about it, how it's done. What's being deleted, you know, and and this, this you know, this right to for to being forgotten, so that somebody, if somebody deletes an account, they're forgotten from our system. So, and on the other hand, we had to balance this with this problem that sometimes somebody <laughs> deletes an account and then writes to us to, to get it back. So, right. so it so it was, you know, so so there is this, you know, this thing you have to do good for the customer, but then you also have to have like and you know you have to think about the customer support as well so you have to make an option or a window for a customer to say oh i made a mistake uh, but but on the other hand at some point it's done it's it's over i don't have your data i'm sorry right so so we had to balance all that and we had to make it, uh, have these discussions in the team and do some engineering to do that so all in all 
it was stressful because I had to really talk to my lawyer to, just too much. Um, but um, uh, but again, the good thing was that I finally hired a lawyer who knows our business and who who is really just on you know I can call him anytime to discuss anything related to our business and it, and he's there and he's charging me for these calls <laughs> so but 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 at least but at least you know I have this and and it's not like you know somebody maybe will help us with that you know at some point so I have this so it made a few changes in our company like for the good because of the review so we mm-hmm. like we had to review things that we have that were long overdue because they're not exciting and they're not sexy, um, but I did them, um, and of course there was always this fight and this is this is the gray part of what should be done by GDPR standards and what shouldn't be done or where can we you know be in between and not be over eager with some stuff. Uh, for example, uh, uh, we decided not to show a pop up GDPR whatever like the portals do because we are not in the ad business so we don't have trusted partners uh, what we do is we uh, we give you some cookies we need you to, to run the service and we give you some marketing cookies and and what we did is we just made an option for you to opt out of marketing cookies and that's it then we won't count you in google analytics and things like that but apart from that we decided not to give you a pop-up because we think it's unnecessary but we still can uh, comply with the with the law with that um so Things like that. You have to. We, we had to really um, figure out the way to make GDPR work for that for us, and not to be overworked with that. And of course, meet the deadline because so, the deadline was important. So I have one question about the the cookies thing. Um, so if you go to nosby.com, you don't see a pop up and you don't see a banner, but at at the bottom of of the website, you have this this little box that says yes. use cookies, and you can like opt out of the you know statistics and marketing cookies correct yes and that that is technically compliant with gdpr yes ah i thought you you must start as opt out and give an option to opt in so to speak no uh the the i mean the the thing is that normally you have an option you you are opt opted in and there is a banner and mm-hmm. you can opt out. You can choose to choose to opt out. Mm-hmm. So we interpreted it as okay. We have here this website. You can choose to opt out. And anyway, because and we make it clear in our um, you know privacy policy because we are not really serving you any third parties, uh, just uh, statistics and stuff. Uh, we uh, we decided to do it less invasive way. Right. It's for example, there's another gray area. For example, when you ask for like. The common technique, for example, to get somebody for a newsletter is to give them something in return. So, for example, get my free ebook and I will sign you up for a newsletter, right? And the the GDPR says that you cannot bribe people like this. What you have to do is, if you say, give me the ebook, um, then you have to give me the ebook and I can still choose not to be in your newsletter. So I can just give me email uh. and you get the ebook and not be in the newsletter, right? Um, but wait, but but that's really interesting uh, because I I'm thinking about contracts you can have with like cell phone carriers, yes, and they will often offer you uh, like a discount if you agree to tracking and spam. Essentially, mm-hmm. they use the different words, but 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 you sell your soul off for like five five bucks a month uh, off uh, for you know, 
to be I, tracked and, and, and have spam. But I don't, think, it, it's, I don't mm, think it's possible anymore. Hmm, interesting. I, I know that they still do that. The, the, I, I, know, I know this for a fact, but I don't know if they're doing this legally. Uh, I don't think it's possible because uh, you cannot really trade with uh, with this. This is this is a fundamental law. With GDPR, it becomes no fundamental right for you. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you, you can choose to be pri- uh, private, and there is no so you shouldn't you, you cannot be bribed not to be. You know right. that's 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 that's, the, that's also the spirit of this. So, for example, in the newsletter uh, example, what you can do is s- tell sign me up for a newsletter. If you sign up for a newsletter, I can give. I can choose to send you a book, and then it's not I'm giving you the book, but it's just like sign. Then, then you sign up for a newsletter. But again, you still have to do your newsletter in the GDPR way, so it has to be double opt in. There has to be an explicit confirmation. I want to sign up for a newsletter, right? And and then you know. So it's 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 for example here is where mo- many marketers will be playing with the wording instead of get my free book, which was more. Um, which was kind of more uh, uh, better for conversions. You have to say, sign up for my newsletter, and I might give you a book. And then, of course, it's it's worse for conversions. But then, but then you have the the consent for the newsletter, which is for right. uh, what, what what ultimately the marketer wants because they want to be able to to send you later. What what I still hate about the newsletters thingy is the fact that I have received many GDPR messages from many. Many, uh, as as many of us have received from many uh, companies, and they pretend with wording that they understand GDPR. They're doing it thorough. They're doing it nice and blah blah blah. And they are, you know, they are informing you about everything. But then, and at the end of this message, there is no way for you to unsubscribe. Yes, and this is. I mean, this is this is so ridiculous, and this is. I'm sure this is also against the GDPR uh, spirit, for sure. And I think it's also against the law. Because, come on. I mean, with every email we send at Nosby, you can always unsubscribe. There is a clear click. You, with one click, you're done. You're, 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 we're, we won't send, send you any message ever again. So it's very, very easily to do. Um, if, it's, and if, if, it's a, um, if it's a message from Nosby system, then we 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 tell you just go to settings and again there is a button you can click and go to settings and remove this kind of notification as well so it's very explicit how you can opt out and in these um uh, in many of these newsletters there is the whole legalese you know we are providing we are blah 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 blah, blah, blah. so we we manage your data and you have the right blah, blah 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 and that's it and there is no link no information how to get out of it yeah, the, w- w- one thing I, I just hated are all the emails that tried to you that tried to trick you in, into thinking that you have to do something. Like they they they, they would say uh, attention or action required, and like they, yeah. they they would do what they have to do, which is ask again, like explicitly uh, ask me to consent to them continuing sending me spam but but they would phrase it they would say attention required no screw you attention uh is not required it's desirable to you and not desirable to me i don't have to do anything you have to do something and i want i'm not going to do it and th- there was it was also amazing how many emails i've got uh, from companies that i never subscribe to companies i have no idea where they got my email from and because of gdpr they surfaced themselves and showed that well they're 
there's Kami, right? And also one one, one thing as for uh, unsubscribing, like uh, as far as I understand this, GDPR um, um, first companies that you know you have the right to be forgotten. Uh, if you ask, they have to delete all, all your data, right? And there, there yes. was some some newsletter um, thing I I got. There was no unsubscribe, so I hit reply, um, and I said, please delete all my data. And they were like, yeah, 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 sure, 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 sure. But you have to do this and this and this and send it here, and then we'll consider it in the next fourteen days. And I'm, I'm obviously I I gave up. I didn't care that much. But but that's like that's. Uh, surely against the spirit of of GDPR, the idea is not to put up fake barriers that that are co- completely artificial to uh, so that companies can't just keep onto my data and send me BS and invade my privacy a little bit when I don't want it. Yeah, completely. And there was another issue, a very major issue for us um, uh, with GDPR, which was the the whole um, agreement, the data processing agreement so we uh, we had like because in nosby in ta- that is the funny part and this i think it's a good story for this podcast so people when they put stuff in nosby projects tasks comments they put personal data there yes. very often like email addresses of people they want to call you know contacts they want to call uh, uh, like on our nasby.com slash business website, we show how, for example, law firms uh, have projects named by their clients, right? So there is a you know name of the company as a project. And the funny thing is, we as Nasby are not supposed to see it, and we don't want to see it. So we, do, we 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 like we are blind to your data. We are not you know uh, browsing through your accounts. Uh, in terms of service, we tell you we don't like whatever you put in Nasby stays in Nasby, but we don't like we. Are not responsible for it. We are not going through it. We're not, not reviewing it. Not automatically. Not manually. Not anything. Unless you give us a consent and want, and, and unless you want us to log into your account for the purposes of customer support. But apart from that, we don't want to see your data. Like automatically, we do because it syncs automatically. But 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 we as people don't. So so there is this thing that on one hand, I don't know what you have on your Nasby account and I don't care. Right. But on the other hand. You tell me, Michael, I'm using Nosby with my clients and I put my clients' data there. So I want to have a, a data processing agreement with you so that my clients know that I put their data in Nosby. And, and this was the whole, there was like, it was like a week, a weeks long investigation on our part and our lawyer. And we were like, like on both ends of this all the time. And we, we were changing our minds um, like several times. Do we really need this? Because we really don't want to see customers' data. But then we realized that if we don't write a data processing agreement um, uh, that is compliant with GDPR and is compliant with our interests, then many customers won't be able to use Nosby because, uh, because some people might interpret that, for example, if I put your data in my Nosby account, you might see it as a leak of your data because I put your data in an external system, you know, mm-hmm. when you gave me your email address, uh, you gave it, you gave it to me to contact you, but you didn't give it to me so that I can put it in an, you know, in an online system somewhere on the internet, right? So, 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 so me as as a person who uses your data, in front of you, I have to show you, I have this agreement signed with Nosby. 
So uh, they are saying they are keeping they, they, they are you know if I put your data, they keep it safe, you know. So so it, there was the whole thing you know how to do this agreement and whatever. Uh, but the good thing was that there were several um, uh, several companies like for example the Digital Ocean which we use for hosting hosting as well had a very good data processing agreement and and uh, and some other companies had explicitly wrote written blog posts why they did what they did and why they need this agreement. That in the end we we did prepare an agreement like this we have it signed for by me in blanco so that people can download it fill in the blanks of you know name of their company and then show to uh, to their clients we have this agreement with nosby we can put your email address telephone numbers you know whatever in nosby they are taking care of this all right um what okay so the the there's been challenges uh, along the way and it's been generally just a nuisance. Um, but have have we came across something that that you'd consider like like this is bad, this is BS, like this is uh, overzealous or just wrong or uh, not taking into account like the full picture? Like, like was there something in GDPR which was like clearly designed to curtail the power of companies like Google and Facebook, but accidentally uh, spilled into uh, unnecessarily harming companies like us or did we not and it was just like a nuisance but overall fine I mean overall it was fine but of course um, I don't like the legalist stuff so I didn't I, I didn't like the fact that we had to always put you know uh, yes we are the you know having your processing your data blah 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 and then and then the whole you know the whole enchilada of just legalese terms which mean nothing to the customer and for example our lawyer was was trying to convince us that when somebody signs up for an account they have to see this paragraph and in some and some companies have done that so when there is a sign up form there is a sign up form which is short email address and name and email address and then there is this whole legalese paragraph yeah. and then there is set up an account so for example i did not do that i also did that you know you agreed to our terms of service and privacy policy and gdpr and then when you click there there is all the information there there's all the information who's processing whatever like it's all there but it's not unnecessary for user experience <laughs> to be reading this because it doesn't add any value at this moment you know you all you need to do is sign up and agree and of course explicitly agree uh, to do it right because it's totally overzealous because it adds nothing. Like you, you, you still have yes. to agree to terms of service, which ninety nine point nine percent of people will not actually read them. But yes. you agree to them, and if you care about it, you will see it. And if you don't care about it, then it's just noise. And because you always see this this wall of text which is undecipherable, then it, just because it's there on the screen doesn't mean a regular person would read it or understand it. And when there's just a link that you still explicitly opt in, that you agree to terms of service, like it changes nothing. So um, there was a common thread uh, in comments section in our project, which I share with my lawyer, because mm -hmm. uh, of course I've convinced my lawyer to use Nosby because I said otherwise I'm not going to work with him. So uh, we used Nosby and we have a project, and over there in the in the comments section uh, he would he would write to me, okay, uh, Michael, I have corrected the terms of service, uh, please review it. And then I would, re I would reply, I have re reviewed them, I have uh, added some comments, and then again, uh, I like it, but please make it shorter. Yes. <laughs> so, so I was like, so this recurring theme was, please make it shorter, because I, 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 I was trying to, to tell him that even though most of our users won't read the terms of service, the ones they do, I want this 
to be a normal language. Uh, I want this to be short. I want this to, the, to be to the point because uh, I don't want to bore them to death. I don't want to, to bear because for me, if if a terms of service is just too long, uh, there is a sign of two things: either either you just are overzealous and you just want to put every legalist terms you, term you have found on the internet, or second, you want to hide something in between the words. Yeah. And I don't want to hide anything. I want this to be clear. And as I mentioned, I, I added all the information on which kind of partners we use, where the data the, the data goes, if we also use these partners, how is it done, like all this, like which cookies we have, which which are considered by us standard cookies, which are considered by us marketing cookies, it's all there. So for me, it was always pushing back with the lawyer and telling telling him, let's make it shorter, like let's make it more edible, let's exp let's you know this paragraph is not clear, please make it clearer. So it was nice that he was actually trying to do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you, you did that. Uh, I also, um, like many people in the company, reviewed some of the, the legal documents drafted by, by the lawyer, and, and the, uh, you, you really pushed him hard to write, <laughs> you know, Polish and English and not uh, legalese, uh, which is really uh, difficult. Like, like uh, lawyers uh, tend to be uh, overzealous in 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 that that kind of thing. They're they're just like programmers. They, like they they speak their own language, and nobody un understands this. Uh, and this is like I, I wouldn't as want us to to give in to that. Like you know, companies do that. They'll s sprinkle legalese all over the place because their lawyer, um, you know, scared them to death that if they don't, they'll be absolutely screwed. And I don't think it's, it's it's necessary. Like you want to comply with the thing, but but you don't have to sprinkle walls of text which nobody understands to to do this. Yeah, and we we had to really challenge him and tell him. Yeah, when we when we saw a paragraph which which we thought was unnecessary, we had we challenged him. Come on, like is this necessary? And then he would explain to us if it was really necessary, or he would do it when he thought, actually it's not, <laughs> right? So, uh, because very often what they do also in the contracts, they just repeat things from the law. So yeah. why would you do that? It's in the law. It, there is no way, no, no reason for you to repeat it. It's there. So, you know, it all falls back to the law anyway. Yeah. So, so you know, don't, don't do that, right? Uh, and and he, he, really liked, he really had to get used to also to this fact that whenever we would have a document, we would put it later in Dropbox paper, and then we'll show it to the whole company. And then everybody in the company could comment and ask questions. So it was really, like, he wasn't used to that. He was like, that, that it's, it's so transparent yeah. that, that, that we do it like this. I, 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 I loved how Rafał challenged him. Like, like he saw a sentence which, which was written in a very complicated way. And and he was like challenging him on syntax and and grammar. Like like, do you have do you really have to construct this sentence this way? And like the the lawyer gave in and refactored the the text in all but a few places where he wouldn't give in. And he's like, I know this is strange, but really trust me, we have to do this. But <laughs> exactly. the, the, there were literally just a few places like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, my takeaway is this uh, from the whole GDPR thing. You know. I think the spirit of GDPR is correct. Apart mm -hmm. from uh, the problem that some, I, I cannot, as an European, use some of the American websites because they want to track me, some companies didn't have the time or the resources or they just didn't care about GDPR that they completely uh, shut down uh, Europe because they could. For example, Instapaper, this app to save for later, mm -hmm. uh, is not, uh, uh, Europeans cannot use it anymore because uh, because of GDPR, which is bullshit because really 
I know from for a fact, you know, we have half a million users and still we man and we have a small company and small team and still we managed to prepare for GDPR. It was last minute. It was very stressful in the at the end to make to meet, meet the deadline, but we did it and it works and it, and it's coherent and it's good for 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 future to come, you know? So it's possible. So uh, I think the spirit of GDPR is correct and I I you know, it's hard to say that I applaud that, but I actually like the fact that uh, EU cares so much for consumers and cares cares so much for uh, um, you know against the companies who just want to use their their power, you know, uh, to work against us. So, a couple of thoughts here. Um, first of all, I I think like there's a lot of drama about about GDPR. And I think it has to do with two things. First of all, it's like anytime something big new happens, it's a it's a big piece of legislation. Everybody thinks about it, talks about it, had to make changes. So everybody is scared to death by it. But like like this is this is an overreaction just because it's it's new. But but like like the the totality of 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 law is is so vast that like if you pick any internet company like. They are are bound to do a lot of things that you find something somewhere that they're not complying with that they're not technically doing legally. Just just, just small things that you wouldn't think about, right? So just because GDPR is 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 new, um, like like people get scared to to death that you know you you have to read through thousands of pages of text and understand every nook and cranny, but. I think in reality is like with any other law, which is like if you're a very a tiny, tiny company, smaller than, than ours, and you're doing something very simple, then like there are the, 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 there are articles on the internet that that summarize the the big points, and you will comply better than uh, companies like Facebook or, or Google, which are sort of compliant but not really in this in the spirit, not really. Um, whereas, like the bigger you are, the the bigger the potential risk of someone, you know, getting angry uh, with you. Uh, the the more time, energy, and money you'll spend on lawyers to protect yourself. But that's one thing. And the other thing is, I think there's a lot of drama about GDPR being evil and bad because it's it's not in the best interests of media, which is ad-supported, and not in the best interests of a lot of companies. And just like you have uh, FUD, you know, fear, uncertainty, doubt about um, global warming, because like, hey, there's a big interest for this reality not to be true. Uh, I think also a lot of companies... uh, and especially in the media, which are supposed to inform us, don't really like the fact that someone is messing with with their business and they they're forced to show some ugly uh, pop ups that trick you into just saying yes. Because of, of course, like like this is this is the part I absolutely love. You you go into some big website and you have this pop up. We value your privacy. Agree? Should like personalize? Right? Change change details. But but of course, I think. The GDPR pop-ups are specifically designed, I think this is dark design, I think they're designed to make people, regular people, hate GDPR and think that this is just interfering with our lives. They're exactly. designed so that you agree to everything, because if you try change, try to personalize the settings, you don't have, like, you don't have just, like, 
one checkbox or a button that says no. You, you have personalized. You have five tabs, and in each of them, you have 20 different checkboxes. And you have to check them all off on every of those damn websites to actually be free of uh, privacy invasions. But of course, you ha- they, they specifically allow you to to uh, turn off the, uh, the, the, the checkbox for essential cookie tracking. And you have to uncheck all of them except this one, because if you also uncheck essential cookies, then if you go to this website again and reload, it will ask you again, say, hey, we value your privacy. Please agree to everything and don't meddle. Yes, of course, and and this is another you know discussion that I want to go through. But the design of these pop-ups is really bad, as you said. It's and especially in the beginning, many portals were not giving you an option to opt out of all the partners, but you had to do it one by one, yeah. which is just come on, hundred something partners, one by one off. Why would you do that? This is such an, an agonizing um, experience. So. Uh, so yes, the but it's changing because now I can see the updated, for example, pop-ups. It, they, they already the increasing number of these have disabled all, which is you know getting better. Um, so so that's that, that's that's you're right. That's completely uh, dark side of this. And and you said uh, it. They want us. They want the consumer to hate GDPR. Yes. And 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 this is completely wrong. But so so to wrap it up, what I want to say also is that. Um, my experience with GDPR, GDPR, you know, with the review and whatever we did, was the fact that at the end of the day, if you do the right thing, you're good. Exactly. So, so whenever we were like, just um, it's it's hard for me to admit this, but in, in our designs, you know, we like we don't, we are not ad company, but we are also doing marketing. So we were doing some business, let's say in some like, like we we're trying to do some things in a little bit gray area. You know, and the GDPR was the moment of reviewing this, and when I was like saying, "No, no, we shouldn't be doing this. This is like we don't need that." Out, like, like this is not the right thing to do. We made the decision to do it some years ago, but no, let's not keep keep doing that, right? So, so it's you know, and whenever there was this, it was you know compliant with the spirit of GDPR. Do the right thing, you know, yeah. and 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 that, that that's why for me it was also a good eye opener really to just you know review everything we are doing. And whenever we were like we made a questionable decision, like now do the right thing, and and just err on the side of good uh, instead of the side of bad. So, so it was really really useful uh, for us to go through that. Uh, j- just one closing thought. Uh, I think in the battle for privacy, uh, there's three fronts. There's uh, cultural, legal, and technical. Uh, and GDPR is an attempt at making the legal front better. And I think that's good, though I, I really believe the pop-ups are not just badly designed. They are well designed to for you yeah. to make hate GDPR. Um, so, but I, it's not enough because of that. Um, the cultural side, so far, we're, we're losing. We're losing badly. People still don't really get this. Uh, don't, don't understand mm-hmm. why they should care. Uh, regular people are not informed well. They don't understand the extent of, of tracking. Uh, they don't understand why this would be a bad thing that the United States government, you know, spies on everybody. Um, I think the uh, those two fronts are important. And overall, even though GDPR is kind of annoying, uh, I think overall it's a good thing. Uh, though we have to iterate on it, but 
in the end, maybe just my bias as a technical person, but I think the most the most successful solutions are and will be technical, uh, technical mm-hmm. ways to protect your, your privacy. Um, so uh, that's stuff like end-to-end encryption, which is obviously very much against ad-based uh, business model. And Apple is trying to push more and more and more and more companies are trying that as well. And uh, just like you mentioned, Safari, they, they, they're they improving automatic um, tracking prevention, where, where this is really tricky, really difficult technically, but uh, they're doing some magic to uh, to not allow, you know, uh, tracking cookies to actually get out of the sandbox of one website so that you cannot be um, tracked between websites. And, and that's going to be more and more important in the future. But... Uh, I, I hope that at least the existence of, of GDPR will make people more aware, will make more people talk about this, will reveal, because you have to reveal some things when, when you're GDP, GDPR compliant, uh, that will enable more um, conversation in our society about uh, privacy, and that will hopefully inspire technical solutions as well. 